Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. Episode number 97. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I am good. How are you today? I am great. Thanks to everyone out there in the interworld, interwebs, listening to us. Hope you're having an awesome day. Today's topic is... Finding your blind spots. Mm. <laughs> mm. So this is an introduction to the Enneagram. We've yes. mentioned the Enneagram on several podcasts. So um, as we approach episode number 100, we are bringing in the topic that we started <laughs> like kind of getting teasers to all the way back in episode one. Sorry, we're a little slow. We refer to it all the time <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. in our, it's a grid we use for life. Yeah, it's a very been a very helpful grid for us. So you have a story. Yes. And this was part of the reason why I was like, we need to go ahead and just talk about this on the podcast. So we, I mean... So let's talk about Enneagram as kind of like a personality test. Kind We're going to go yes. into lots of detail yeah. about it here, but just to give you an idea, it's a, it's spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. There you go. Raise that go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this last week, um, and I just have to say, I mean, I'm the mom, so of course I'm biased, but I have to say that our oldest kid is pretty awesome. Like, I would put him up against anyone his own age as far as, like, his ability to work and, you know, I mean, he's just, he's a good kid. Right. Um, but you he are has biased. had, I am biased, <laughs> but he has had this one, like, I don't know if to call it, like, a character issue. Anyway, just being so irritated with his siblings lately. And part of it is, like, we're all irritated with each other. We're still living a highly, you know secluded quarantined life in a lot of ways and that kind of thing but it just kept coming up and kept coming up and i think every parent knows that you just get to a spot where you're so worn out with your children having disagreements right and i just didn't know what to do about it and i was like i don't know like in my mind i'm thinking maybe Mm -hmm. we just gotta get therapy for Mm -hmm. this you know which i'm all about therapy and that's great but you had like a much more cool, calm, like I was in my mind, it was just growing and, and escalating, like the level of problem that this is going to be. I think the problem was though, you were having a stir. I mean, you've had just a full week. Right. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Like your plate was spilling over full. Right, 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 and you right. you had one other thing to deal with and you were just like, you know. Yeah. And I didn't have a solution. I didn't have right. Whoa, yeah. a quick and easy solution because you know, like with toddlers and preschoolers and that kind of thing, like... It's pretty, like, I can come up with quick solutions for them, um, but not for this one. So anyway, then you said, hey, let's just do a timeout. Let's have him take the Enneagram and the test and figure out where he is and see if that doesn't help us. Right. And it was... It was exactly the information we needed. Like, when I read his results, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. This... It it explained so much, and it put so much of my, like, mother stressing worry <laughs> that somehow there's this huge, like, issue in my child's life. Like, it's like, no, this is just how they process. Right. So, the Enneagram is like an open, it's an open source personality test, if you will. Meaning open, meaning like, 
no one has a patent on it. You know what I mean? Like you don't, not Myers-Briggs, you know, Myers-Briggs or Colby test or whatever you take, you have to pay the, Someone the owner. Someone right. recent history created them. Right, and right, so right. they have copyrights on right, it and right. that kind of thing. So Enneagram's open source and it's had lots of layers of people and giving kind of input over the last few decades. They've been pretty... Pretty cool, pretty intense. So, but the roots are really old. I feel like yeah, we just yeah, need yeah, to throw yeah. that out there. And I don't, like, yeah, like we're not sure exactly what the roots are, but we're looking at like thousands of years ago yeah, that it was created. Yeah. So, um, so the Enneagram is basically it believes that your personality is really your false self. It is like the thing that you grow up with in order to cope with the world that you live in based on your situation so it really it really um you know uh paul young the author he says everybody grows up in a town called normal meaning we all think that our experiences in life were normal you know that but when you get married you start having kids you're like wow i'm really messed up wow my wife's really messed up wow my kids are really messed up (laughs) you know what i mean but but you can't see. So the Enneagram assumes that we all have blind spots right? that we can't see. And so, or shadows, some people call them shadows. So you have a shadow or a blind spot in each of these nine kind of personalities, if you will. So there's numbers one through nine. So you hear Enneagram people talking about, oh, I'm a number five, I'm a number three, I'm a number two. But basically they all deal, each number deals with certain blind spots that kind of go along with probably your upbringing, probably just life, probably just the way things work. And it, so it, but it concentrates on what you focus on, right? right? So right. it's not when you're learning about it, for instance, like I'm a doer, so right. I focus a lot of my time and effort on energy and energy on doing things, but that means that my blind spot is like emotions. Right, right. So the Enneagram really goes after kind of the dark part of who you are. It's kind of scary. (laughs) It's a kind of, would you say? Because it it like, it kind of just like, for me, I I was like, oh my goodness, this is, I've never heard it said about me. These are my weaknesses. Oh my gosh. I never, I couldn't see them. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could probably see them. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. And I think that's because you've really dug into it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, you can get on Google right now, and you can search free Enneagram tests. Right. And you'll come up with websites that you can take it. And most, I feel like, in the entrance level, it's very focused on your strengths. Right. Like, this is, yep. this is how you succeed. This is how you describe yourself, that kind of thing. But... After you continue digging into it, then you realize, oh yes, I do focus on that, but it's because of this uh, these blind right. spots around me. <laughs> right, right. So the true, yeah, you're right. Because Enneagram has become like a pop culture kind of thing, and like if you see a number on Facebook, it's probably wrong, or you know what I mean, not, not wrong, but probably it's too simplified. You're right. So, but the the deeper Enneagram is like really about getting at the parts of you that need to be brought out into the light. Right. So, <laughs> so I like, if we can zoom out for just a second, um, it's sometimes called the face of God. If you look at, if you imagine a circle with nine dots along, you know, like if you were doing like a dot to dot, connect the dots to make the circle kind of thing. And so each of those are numbered. Um, but when you have the totality of it, 
then it's supposed to be, they call it the face of God because it's all of these different aspects and characteristics of mankind. And there's good stuff. But what happens is in life, we end up, because of circumstances or whatever, we focus in one area. Um, And so that's where, so I think it's important also just to say each of these is a good thing. Right. Like wherever you are, wherever you score, like there are strengths there, but we have to understand that because we're finite and we're human, that comes with some negatives and some weaknesses too. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And shout out to Holly, um, my sister-in-law. She's the one who introduced us. Like I think at a family event, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Have y'all done the Enneagram test? I was like, Nope. What's that? All of a sudden everybody whips out their phone (laughs) and starts taking it. Right. So the problem is if you have lots of blind spots, but you can't see, you can't see and you don't recognize you have blind spots, then you're in trouble because anytime you try to change lanes, like for example, in a car, right, you have blind spots in a vehicle. And if you're not aware of those blind spots, you're going to run over stuff. <laughs> you're right. going to run over people and your relationships. So if you take that same model or same image of the, um, the car, and or if you've ever had to drive like one of those big huge rental i'll never forget i had to drive when we lived i remember the the avenue that we lived on we had to turn i had to move the huge got the biggest kind of u-haul truck they were doing construction had all the cement every all the road completely tore up asphalt going down had the sidewalk cement tore up and i had to drive this huge truck through a very narrow turn that was pretty much impossible. The construction guys were trying to move stuff out of the way so I could make the turn. and But I had lots of blind spots in that truck. Oh, my goodness. You talk about our nervous wreck. Yeah. But it, I was aware of it. I was aware right. I had blind spots. Right, right. So I was like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay on this side. I'm okay on that side. Because it wasn't just like driving down interstate or normal traffic. It was driving through a construction site with a big truck that I wasn't sure about the blind spots, right? right, right. <laughs> so I didn't want to run over people who were... Not usually there in the middle of the road. Right. Like, like, ugh, that was not a fun experience. But we go through life a lot of times with lots of blind spots that we don't see, that we don't understand. Right. So the Enneagram is just really good about show, exposing blind spots. Yes. So that it can help you, like you're saying. Like, right. the benefit has been huge. Would you right. say the benefit for me has been huge? Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> okay. So basically, Enneagram says there's nine selves that basically live nine false selves, <laughs> okay? And so out of those numbers one through nine, there's actually subgroups or subtypes, or they call them different words, within, so if you're a number, like for example, I'm a five. Within the five, there's three other subcategories that you can be one of, right? Right. So you're you're an Enneagram three, so you're a subtype uh, of that. So we'll just right. focus on the nine right now. Right. So the Enneagram sees these as centers of intelligence. So there's three centers of intelligence. So three of the number, each numbers, and we'll go through those um, probably in later podcasts, but three of those numbers fit into one center. Does that make sense? Okay. Can you say that in a clearer way? (laughs) I cannot right now. So basically, if the whole pie is nine slices, three of those slices fit into each of these different areas. So you have three slices that are doers, three right. who are emotion-driven, and three who are thinking-driven. Right. So those are centers of their intelligence. Yes. So some people are doers more. And we did a podcast about doers, thinkers, and feelers. Right. Because it really helps. Even if even if you just take only that level of Enneagram, 
and you say, okay, is that person a thinker? And you can rank those three based on like your spouse. Is my spouse a doer first, a feeler, or a thinker? Right. And then categorize or put or number those, rank those. So some of our kids, <laughs> they are thinkers first, and then they feel, right. and eventually they'll do. Right. And that's what I think is so funny about this, because if we look at it, we know that a lot of times our circumstances shape our, we all know, you know, by the age of five, your personality is pretty much set. And it's mm-hmm. been set by the different life circumstances mm-hmm. that you have had. So a person, it would kind of make sense that everyone that comes from the same home would be shaped the same way. Oh boy. But it doesn't oh, happen no. like that. No, no. So I'm laughing to myself because there's eight of us and the younger ones, you know, are yet to be determined where they their personalities go and that kind of thing. But it is not that crazy of a thought that we would end up with eight totally different, different pers- personalities on, on the Enneagram. Yeah. yeah. With the eight of us in the house. Yeah, and what's funny is, going back to this, just as you were talking, our oldest, the one who just took this test, um, he is a, he's a, his strongest is feeler. And you and I both hate dealing with... hate good dealing, grief. I'm like, are, that's why it wears me our out. Our numbers are, now that we understand <laughs> our numbers, we are strong feelers, but we don't want to deal with our feelings. Right. So like we shove them down. Right. Deep down. And Put him he, in a box. And he is not. He he wants. He to wants to like hang out in that feeling yeah, place. He loves the feeling place. So that that alone, like even if you do the enneagram and you're like, oh, he's a feeler, he's a thing. You know what I mean? Like right. And so it also gives me grace for my kids and for you because I know you're a doer first. Right. You just want to know. You don't want to talk about it. Like you want to. You want to plan a structure. Then you're just like, let me do it. I just want to keep talking about it. And how many times has that driven it us both crazy? It makes me crazy. Or if you deal with somebody, you realize, I don't know their Enneagram number, but I, th- I know that they think a lot first. Right. And then they deal with their emotions, but eventually they're going to do something. Right. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> right. And so it's like, like I have, have a grid a family for that. member, and it yeah. might take him a year yeah. to get to the event. I'm not exaggerating. about my dad? Yes. <laughs> hey, dad. <laughs> So, Shout yeah. out, Papa. But when you have that grid, you're like, hey, they're going to do it, but it's just, it's going to, it's the end of the process. Right. As opposed to my mom, she's probably a third, <laughs> she's a doer first. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. But once you understand these, the thinker, feeler, doer, that alone is so powerful. Right. Because it gives you grace and it gives you a framework. And it gives me also, um, like, if I'm going to strengthen myself, which I'm going to talk about in just a second, I need to activate the other the lower ranking things sooner or quicker sometimes. You know what I mean? Like instead of, like I'm a thinker first, I can get stuck in thinking, right? Yes. And that's not healthy for you or for our family. Right. <laughs> I could just sit and watch the History Channel, well, not the History Channel anymore, but back in the day. Right. Or YouTube documentaries or whatever for fun. Right. And that is not fun for you all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but anyway, my point is I can get to, uh, I need to activate my doing part. And I need to activate my feeling part. Right. Because those are not my strengths. Right. And it takes work. But now at least I'm aware those are my blind spots. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like not as much of a jerk some days. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. So here's what I love about the Enneagram. And that just shows you a number. It tells you where you go in stress and where you go in growth. 
Right. That's what I love about it. I love mm-hmm. it, love it. Because it says when you're stressed out, you're going to behave. Your number will behave this way. Right. When I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so true. It was, I mean, it's definitely like, if you get into it and you start reading about it, you're like, somebody has been watching yeah, me my whole I life. I know, I know. It is very you, accurate. Because you realize, and then I realize, and it's just like, oh wow, I've, I've got to deal with, I've got, I'm, I am stressed out in a negative way. Because you can be positively stressed too. Right. And it can, it talks about that in the Enneagram too. But when you're negatively stressed... I behave a certain way. And now I realize, whoa, that used to be a blind spot for me. But I didn't realize that I was in that negative spot. Right. Now I'm like, oh. And sometimes I just like love it. I'm just going to stay in this negative. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So here's the things. The process. Here's the simple process to outline as you get into it. And we're going to have a test that you can, uh, we'll put that in the notes, a test you can take that we love. Um, The process. First thing, you need to self-observe your blind spots. You take the test, you study a little bit, you kind of read, oh, these are these are blind spots that I definitely have. Second thing, um, it's okay to feel the sad, negative hurt, the loss that you felt from those blind spots. Oh, I didn't realize. Like there's, there's a journey you kind of go on as you go into those that your blind spots have cost you things. You know what I mean? Right. Because you've, whatever, not like the end of the world things, but they've cost you things because you didn't see them. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing, you work toward integration where you, you're you moving, like you kind of said, that all the numbers, like you move out of where you're comfortable to other places where you grow, where you have growth. Right. And integration. Right. Okay. Okay. There you go. I'm done. So stay tuned for the next few episodes. We are going to go a little bit more in depth in each of these uh, to help you flesh out an understanding of it. Justin has actually read several books on the topic, so he's going to give us the cheat sheet so we don't all have to go out and buy all the books. Sure, you should though. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you guys. I hope this was valuable for you and that... um, It has given you a grid for processing not only yourself, but other people as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen and hang out with us. Remember, you are valuable and what you do matters. We would love to connect with you on our Facebook page, on our website, lsfpodcast.com, or on Shauna's Instagram account, Shauna Cherie Wood. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you.